Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Getting Animated. I'm your host, Destiny, so let's get started. Happy Friday, everyone. Thank you so much for being patient. Hurricane Irma came, and she left, and she definitely made a huge mess. Uh, We didn't get hit by her too much, but she definitely messed up electrical uh, wiring around us, so half of the state of Florida is without power. I'm so glad that I was able to get my power, and finally be able to record and talk to you guys. I really did miss you guys. I was hoping that I was going to be able to do an episode this week. So thank the Lord that everything went well. So let's get started. So this week on um, anime news, Lupin the Third will be in theaters. Now it's Lupin the Third, Castle of Castellaco. I think it's called. It's probably not that. But um, it's a Lupin the Third movie. It was directed by Hayao Miyazaki, so the person who did Spirited Away, um, Castle in the Sky, things like that. So Studio Ghibli films. He directed this Lupin the Third movie, and it was actually going to be in theaters yesterday. So it sucks if you wanted to see it in dub because I missed that date. But if you wanted to see it in sub, check out your local theaters for September 19th. They're going to be running it again in sub on that day. So you know how I feel about anime movies in the theater and watching them and experiencing them. So check it out. Also, in September this month, uh, there's another Studio Ghibli film coming out, Nausea of the Valley of the wind is going to be in theater September 24th and the 27th in dub and then if you want to see it in sub it's going to be September 25th so this is actually the month of anime movies so that's really cool also Universal Studio Japan will be adding Sailor Moon and Final Fantasy attractions now as you guys know I'm a huge detective Conan fan and Universal Studios in Japan will be having case closed attractions as well as well as Monster Hunter that they released earlier this year that they were going to be doing so I am so excited um I won't be able to go all the way to Japan just to go to Universal Studios but to think of there being attractions like that I would just I can only imagine how cool they're going to be. Um, so Final Fantasy is going to be joining Monster Hunter and Case Closed Attractions in early 2018. So January 19th, 20th, around that time. And then the Sailor Moon attractions will appear in spring season. So if you are able to go, let me know how awesome it is, please. I would love to see all the pictures. I can't wait until they reveal more about this stuff. Now my next story I'm kind of passionate about. I feel a certain type of way about this one. Um, So the live action Death Note director Adam Wingard deleted his Twitter due to harassment and threats. Now, I understand loving a fandom to pieces. I have loved a lot of fandoms in my life from Avatar The Last Airbender to Case Closed. Like, I have been a diehard fan like I know how it feels to be so wrapped up in just the fandom and stuff and you want to just love it so much you love the characters you love everything but one thing I cannot stand is when 
fans take it to the extreme and start attacking the creator. Now, okay, we all have our own personal feelings about the Death Note movie. If you go back into two episodes before I gave a whole review on it, okay, if you didn't like it, then you didn't like it. But to go ahead and attack the person who created it, I think is terrible. If you're an artist, you wouldn't want somebody coming after you, whether they liked it or you know, hated it or anything like that. You wouldn't want them coming to you, harassing you, giving you threats because of your work. That is your work. That's something that you put out because you wanted people to feel something, whether it was anger, whether you wanted them to love it, no matter what it is. And I know the fandom, especially anime fandoms, can get really wrapped up in the characters that they forget that they're creators who actually wrote the story. Like, if you didn't have the creators, you wouldn't have the material. Like, I can't wrap my head around that. Because a while back, Tokyo Ghoul fans were threatening Sue Ishida. He was the creator of Tokyo Ghoul because he messed up their fandom on, you know, their ultimate OTP. And which is one true pairing for those who don't know. And, you know, he went ahead and made two characters fall in love. I'm not going to mention it who for people who want to read the manga. But he ended up making two characters fall in love that other people were like, they aren't supposed to be together. Fans were going ahead and taking the manga and burning it, recording them burning the actual material that they paid for, which is stupid. Uh, They showed, they would, write him on his social media and tell him to kill himself to you know just die they would go ahead and show that they were pirating his stuff it was just awful it got to the point where one of the fairy tale writers had to plead with fans begging them please stop harassing this guy because he didn't put your character that you wanted in love with the other one I think it is disgusting. I think it isn't right. If someone puts their art out, you respect their art. That's just something that you need to do as a fan. And even if you don't like it, just say you don't like it and keep it moving. I can never understand how you could tell someone to kill themselves or threaten someone just because you didn't like their art, just because you didn't like their interpretation of the story. And I feel like no matter how that, I mean, they could have made a worse Death Note movie than they already did, and I would have never, ever, ever in a million years go up to that director or go to any director and say, hey, you did a ter- you did a terrible job and you just need to kill yourself. I would never do that because that's just not right it's not the good thing to do and if you are a fan passionate about whatever fandom whether whatever show whatever thing that you're into please I'm begging you don't be that person who goes ahead and takes their fandom to the next level and starts threatening the creators because guess what you wouldn't have that love or that passion or that fandom unless they created it it just wouldn't be there it would be non-existent you wouldn't even know about it So that's just my little rant about that. I was really upset reading that because I've seen that be a huge problem in this in this community. It's just the hatred and the anger towards the creators because you don't get your way like a spoiled brat. Like they made it specifically for you. And I know a lot of creators are I can't speak for creators, but I know a lot of them create content because they want you to love it. And I'm pretty sure they feel blessed that you love it. But at the same time, it's still their story that they worked on. It's still something that was passionate to them. So I just wanted to go ahead and 
you know, go do a little rant about that and talk about that story. To lighten up the mood a little bit, um, Himoto Yumaru-chan will appear October 8th. And if you don't remember that one, Yumaru is that little um, blonde girl who is super popular in high school. And then when she gets home, she's a complete otaku slob. And she bothers she bothers her brother all the time and she's super lazy. She just eats chips all the time. She's really cute actually. I have a little figure of her. But um that's coming back October eighth, so look out for that. And um I think that is it for all the anime news this week. So let's take a break. So this week on Topic Time, I wanted to talk about my favorite summer anime that came out this season because apparently next Friday, I want to say, fall starts. Fall, the season starts. I'm not sure about fall anime season because I know that starts on a whole different day, but I know that we will be coming to a conclusion with summer anime season and things are going to start wrapping up shows are going to start ending and lots of things like that so I wanted to jump right into it I wanted to tell you guys what I love this season what I hated this season and what I might come back to this season first on my list I want to talk about My Hero Academia now if you don't know what My Hero Academia is My Hero Academia is a shonen story about one guy but you there's also multiple characters that you end up falling in love with and it's basically in this universe where people are born with quirks there it's a cute little name for superpowers but it's quirks and you can master your quirk and become a superhero or you could just you know work a normal life it just depends on who you are and what you're doing and our main guy doesn't have any superpowers and it kind of goes from there and his name is Deku it is a beautiful story I'm already so deep into the fandom it's ridiculous I don't think I'll be able to come back out of there I watched the whole first season randomly I think last year just on a random Sunday I was bored and I was off from work and I was like okay well let's see what the hype is about I binge watched the entire show in one day, I was crying, I was laughing, I felt so compelled to keep watching it. It just made me want to root for Deku so much. You just love him. He's such a good character to really sit down and say, okay, this is who I'm rooting for. And then you end up meeting his classmates, and his classmates are all wonderful. They all have their own special quirks. They all are so popular, and that's what I kind of like about anime with really big cast, because it's not all about one person, or it's not all about, like, the three people in the story. No, there's a lot of different characters in this particular anime that you can literally love two out of the 30 of them and those will be your two characters like you might love froppy or you might there's just so many different characters that you can really fall in love with and I love anime that have big casts because that just gives me more people to obsess about more pairings to put people together with and it's just a lot of fun so check out My Hero Academia 
if you haven't before. The next on my list of anime that I fell in love with, I want to talk about Hell Girl, The Fourth Twilight. I've been a big Hell Girl fan since way back in the day when it first came out. Um, I binge watched Hell Girl with my mother and my mom. She can only, I don't know if I mentioned this before in previous podcasts, but she can only watch anime in dubs. She can't watch any other <laughs> type of it, like subbed or anything like that, because it's just hard for her to follow along. And we watched Hell Girl together in bed all day. It was so weird. We binge watched the entire season season one and my mom loved it and I loved it and hell girl is basically about a hell correspondence it's this website you go to I think at like 12 o'clock it doesn't work any other time of the day so it's like 12 o'clock at midnight or something like that and you the website will pop up and you write who you type in who you want to go to hell and hell girl will come to you she'll say okay well I don't mind making that deal with you however if you do send that person to hell I'll send them there right away but you'll also have to go to hell when you die and watching each case is different each person has their own reason to send a different person to hell and you could just see how people get pushed to the brink of insanity almost because they feel like they have no other option but sending someone to hell and it's crazy watching what can push somebody against the wall of insanity who, you know, one of the her famous quotes is, you'll never know the joys of heaven. So it's literally saying you are putting yourself in eternity hell, just like you just wanted to send this person. But most people figure like, oh, well, I'm going to live a big on this earth. But it can, it's not like you're protected. It's not like you're guaranteed to die old. There's even cases where people have sent somebody to hell and literally right after they died due to whatever weird circumstance. So it's like you just send that person to hell, but you didn't even get to live the rest of your life. So that's a very, it's a good show. It's very compelling. It can be very gory at times. So if that's not something you're into, then don't watch it. But um, the way that they kill people off in the show is actually, like, to take them to hell is actually really creative. And it's just a gorgeous anime. I've actually gotten really caught up in this season's animation. It is way better than season three. Season three was a little bit goofy. But this one, this season, the animation is gorgeous. And all the characters look freshly polished and... It's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful show. So I definitely recommend you check it out, guys. Another gem that I found this season was Sudorek Children. Now, this is a complete comedy, completely different from Hell Girl. I watch a lot of different types of genres, so it's, I'm never put in one anime box, basically. But I really like this one it is for all ages it is for all types of people if you enjoy a good laugh this show is hilarious to Sudoro children Surrender. I don't know exactly how to say it so you guys have to bear with me I already know as you guys know I'm always apologizing for butchering names but this anime is hilarious each episode is about nine to ten I think 13 minutes long the intro is like two minutes so it's usually like 10 minute long episodes about 
couples, about different high school couples, about confessing love, about telling someone you like them, how to tell them, when to tell them. It It is just hilarious. So I please, please watch the show. It's on Crunchyroll. If you can find it on, I think that's the only media platform that I know of that has it legally. So I highly, highly, highly recommend this anime. It is hilarious. You'll probably laugh your butt off watching it. Next on my list that I have is Welcome to the Ballroom. Now, you can watch this on Anime Strike. Welcome to the Ballroom was a beautiful, beautifully animated anime that I've actually just, I cry every time I watch it. I feel like I'm lost in a completely different world. I get so so wrapped up in the animation, in the story, except for the next, you have to overlook that. Each character, or the guy characters especially, has super long necks. It's kind of like uh, yaoi hands, and if you don't know yaoi hands, you'd have to read a lot of yaoi to understand what I mean. But one joke in the anime community is just because whenever you read yaoi, or if you've ever seen yaoi, they have extremely long alien fingered fingers that are just like so bony and long and they don't even look human uh if you've ever read manga you've also noticed like the dorito chin which is like a super pointy pointy chin that they like to put on characters but uh, i like to add this into one of the animation flukes the super long giraffe neck is something that they definitely need to work on but besides that welcome to the ballroom is something that I was anticipating for a very long time. I actually say it's a universe birthday present to me because it came out the week of my birthday and I've just been following through every week. It's It comes out on Sundays, which makes my Sundays a lot more pleasurable and I actually really enjoy it. So if you haven't seen Welcome to the Ballroom, please Try and watch it on Amazon Strike. I get the whole double wall pay thing. But if you can borrow anyone's Prime, I definitely recommend that you watch it because it is a gorgeous, gorgeous show. Next on my list, I have um, Love and Lies. Now, Love and Lies is a drama. It's about the government picking out the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. So you could be a regular class president guy who doesn't really do anything, who doesn't really have anything going for him, and he can end up marrying the most beautiful girl in all of Tokyo. I mean, obviously around your age, but it just pairs you up, I think, at the age of 16. As soon as you turn 16, the government comes to you and says, hey, this is who you need to be with. And the story follows a guy who's been in love with this girl since he was little, and basically he got his notice right when he told her, hey, I love you. So it gets complicated. The only downside about this anime is there's a lot of stuff going on, but they haven't explained much. And we're getting close to, I want to say, the end of season. And I'm not sure if it's going to continue on. I don't think so. I I wasn't getting that type of feel for it. But the story is just dragging on, and they drop huge increments of, like, secrets and pieces and things that you want to find out about but it doesn't explain anything to you and you just are left wondering each episode are they finally going to explain everything are they finally going to explain why this person said that to that person like 
I want them to get down to the nitty gritty part of the story. And I keep feeling like they're not going to do that anytime soon. And I'm going to be very disappointed if I wasted this whole time watching all the episodes for it just to be like, hey, it's not what you think it is, where they leave on a weird cliffhanger, because I hate that with shows. So I'm hopefully that they're not going to do that. It's called Love Lies Again, and hopefully they don't do it. I'm not sure how it's going to work out. So one of the animes that I dropped this season was Netsuo Trap and My First Girlfriend is a Gal. Those are the only two that I dropped. I watched a whole bunch of other anime this season, but I wasn't, I wanted to put the ones that I really disliked on this list first. So those two I, I disliked the most just because um, I just felt like it was over the top with the etchy and the pervertedness. And it just got to the point where it was just leaving me uncomfortable. I didn't really like uh, Natsuo Trap just because I felt very uncomfortable because clearly she didn't want to do anything with her friend. And her friend was just pushing on her and would just kind of, like, abuse her, kind of, in a way. I just, I just, it didn't make me, I didn't like it. It made me feel very uncomfortable. Same thing with my girlfriend is a gal. Now, there's no, like, abuse or anything. But I just hated the fact that this girl, who was so sweet and so kind, was only there for your sexual pleasure. Like, I didn't like the way that they tried to make women just look like, pieces of meat like there was just something and I know I know etchy anime and perverted anime that's just something that they do but I just couldn't stand it I literally dropped both of those things by the second season I could not get into it I did not like any of the shows and I just wanted to let you guys know those are the ones that I dropped the ones that I might be coming back to is clean freak I do like that show a lot. I do want to watch it continuously. I think it is funny. And I also think it handles mental illness well. As far as like OCD, they're not making fun of it, but they're working with it. And they give you a nice depiction of it. Also, I want to go back into the fastest fingers first. Try and say that three times. Fastest fingers first. Fastest fingers first. (laughs) I want to go back into watching that show because it did look really interesting. I only watched the first episode. I wasn't super excited about it. It looked cute. It looked like it would be a good one, but I wasn't sure. Um, I have other favorites and those you're probably going to have to talk to me on a personal level, (laughs) but I just wanted to tell you guys the ones that stood out to me, the ones that I just... uh, adored gamers but gamers is in this whole other class of just how much I enjoyed it it wasn't something that I would put on my list but I loved it to pieces so thank you guys so much for tuning in with me this week I had some pretty exciting news this is an exclusive exclusive So a couple weeks back I had mentioned something about doing something on YouTube well if Getting my podcasts are difficult for you or if you want to share it with more friends, I will be uploading all my podcast episodes via YouTube so you can listen to them on the go whenever. If you don't have an app or anything like that, I know everyone has access to YouTube and I want to make sure that this episode is accessible to everyone. So 
that is the big announcement, guys. I'm going to be on YouTube. Please check out my website, destinysenpai.org. There'll be more information on there. I'll be setting up a link and stuff so you can tell your friends and family about me. I hope I'm special enough. Also, I wanted to mention that I will be doing video blogs on there as well, so make sure you subscribe. I will be doing some giveaways more giveaways actually on Instagram and Twitter and on YouTube. So please, please, please like, comment, and subscribe. Let me know what you think. And let me know what you guys thought was the best anime of the summer. You can talk to me and engage with me on at Destiny Senpai on Twitter and Instagram. And then DestinySenpai.org that I mentioned earlier is my official website that has all my social links on there. So you can talk to me and we can get, keep in touch with each other. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And I hope you have a great week. See you next week.